I'll give you Boardwalk for all the orange and purple properties and $500. What say you, John Olderman? Uh, no deal. No deal? No deal. Well, uh, since if you roll any number, you will lose the next turn. That was a bad move. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Pop Culture Problems. I'm Josh Nichols. We have Mr. John Olderman, and we're just discussing our frantic game on a monopoly of which john is losing because he's of inferior superiority and intelligence to me and uh, he's not going to take my deal he's going to say no deal and i'm not to, I'm, I'm not going to take your deal because yeah, it's a terrible deal. deal it is a terrible deal but what other choice do you have losing a roll in the dice a roll in the dice just like life <laughs> today we're talking about board games classic board games new board games otherwise board games I think new and old basically covers Here's it, the thing but... about board games. You're never bored playing a board game. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Pop Culture Problems. We're going to end it there because we got the dad jokes coming out. How long have you been a father? Six months. Six months. And the dad jokes are flying. They are. I got to get the dad oh, jokes good. out that's now good. before I play a game like Monopoly with yeah. my kids and they hate yeah. me. Yeah, you, know? you, you gotta be careful. That it's not so much about playing it with your kids; it's about playing it with anyone else within their scope of influence. Well, anyway. so if they have a friend or a significant other, can't play it with them because then the dad jokes are like, "Dad." Oh. I, yeah, well, and I think one of the most valuable things that you can teach your kids with board games is how to lose. That's true. I mean that that is a valuable skill that I think kids learn, and they they learn it with games like Candyland and stuff like that. Because I'm I'm seeing this with my nephews that are a little bit older than my daughter, where you sit down and you play a game like Candyland with them, and they they don't like to lose. Kids don't like to lose. Yeah, kids do not like to lose. And, okay, so I, which which I, is I, a good thing. Like well, not yeah, being being competitive and not wanting to lose is a good thing. But uh, somebody you need to learn how to like lose graciously. There are primarily two types of people and i know which type we both are i I just know it uh because i know us but really there's two types of people and then yeah there's an occasional exception the weirdo the the you know whatever derogatory statement about human insert here uh but basically you are either out to win the game and you're competitive or you're just Hanging out and talking, and the board game just happens to be on the table at the time that you're doing something else, and you're not really invested in it. And I'm way competitive. Are you in that same boat? You see, I would, I would. Uh, you were very nice in how you classify those two groups of people. I would <laughs> yeah, classify them as the people, the people that cry when they play Monopoly, and yep. the people that win when they play Monopoly. Uh, wow. <laughs> see, uh, Sarah calls it out for blood. She, the people who are out for blood, or the people who want to have fun. And here's where I get uh, upset. And I, I think we've talked about this before, but like... Uh, I, I, I don't know about you, but I have fun when I spill blood. <laughs> there is nothing <laughs> like a good blood spill. Yes. I mean, you know what? I'm sorry. I cut you off there I, at all. <laughs> I, I mean, there's a, certain, there's a certain joy when heads roll. Like, I mean, yeah. just... It's, I, I don't know. It's festive. Uh, but no, I mean, one of the things I struggle with with games is I'm... I like to win. I think everybody... I don't think people like to lose. That's what I don't think. I don't think people take any sort of joy in losing at something. People don't necessarily want to win all the time, I don't think, or have to win. But it's not a great feeling when you lose, but it's also something that you can take in stride. But my biggest thing with games is you have to follow the rules. 
And with a game like Monopoly, I mean, that's why we open the show. With house rules and yeah, things you like know, that. There's yeah. house rules. If you establish rules before the game starts, great. And then within the confines of those rules, you play it. In most games, there's literally an instruction book. And inside that instruction book that people lose the first time they play the game, it has a section called how to win the game. Yes. Meaning that's the point. The point is to win. The point is to win it, and they outline how you're supposed to win, and then you do that. And every time I play a game with somebody, they get upset because, well, you're being mean. You're not, uh, you know, giving me a mortgage or giving me free money in Monopoly, or you're not letting me redo that turn. Like, why would I? That's not in the rules. Yeah. So, I mean, are you a rule follower? I'm a rule follower to the extent of where the rules don't let me bend them. Well, uh, yeah, you 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 use rules to your advantage. Yes, it, that's that's part that's of the part game of the strategy. Yes. Well, and that's that's why I like to know the rules before. For instance, let's say Monopoly. Let's say house rules. Okay, so like one of the things when I was playing as a kid, if you would land on free parking, what we did is we had like two five hundred dollar bills and two of the cards in the middle, like Meaty Chest and Chance. And if you landed on free parking, you'd get that. It was free money. It was a thousand dollars, which is significant when you start out with, you know, what fifteen hundred or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, if you know that going forward, your goal is to try to hit that, maximize your chance to hit that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and 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 that's one rule that I think knowing beforehand is good. Whether or not to stay in jail, John. If there is a street ahead of you and a street around the corner full of houses. That are going to end your game. Yeah. And you get sent to jail. Is it advantageous for you to pay out? No, absolutely or not. Sit there it's three it's turns, make right? a strategic move to stay, sit there for three turns. I Especially if you've got some other pro- properties on the table that you can maybe you gain money, some yeah. revenue. Absolutely. So that you can no, pay off the tax no, no, no. there that's or the rent. That is cheating. I've been told on no less than ten occasions that that's cheating. Well, you, you still paid but you, out of jail every other time. But you still have to roll, and you can still uh, yeah, you can yeah. still get you you still roll doubles and have to move. But but yeah, but it's still cheating because that's not fair. That's not fair because you're not going to hit any of my properties. And when I was in jail, I paid out. I'm like, well, that's your loss. Like, and see, so that is a rule that's established that if there's no rule saying you have to pay out. And then when you don't do it, I, I just think it's weird. So I, I think that's the first part of the discussion. Just seeing what kind of people. I, I, I think people who complain about that are maybe they're um, intimidated by your obvious um, superiority I, in terms of skill, I, and possibly I, I, even a superiority in terms of intellect. Maybe they just don't know that they can, whether or not they can stand up to your uh, in, intellect in terms of winning the game. I'm gonna use this analogy. Uh, you know how we talk about you know kids being. Uh, in school being smarter knowing topics or being good test takers, right? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and, sure. And you can be really good at taking a test. I am really good at looking the rules laid before me, strategizing on how to have an outcome that's successful. That's what I'm good at. Within those rules. Yeah, within yeah. those rules. Yeah. And so, and it's not that like I don't mind a challenge. I just don't like changing the rules. I'll play with Sarah and her parents and they will help her. They will, like, trade her cards that are yeah, good yeah. or, like, go back and forth or do things to my detriment. When I do something to try to win, I'm out for blood. When they gang up against me, it's them trying to combat a bully or something. So the, the thing is, is when I am playing, I am trying to do the best I can to, you know, win. Yeah. But we have started games with them where I say, you pick the spot I started. 
like uh, yeah. Settlers of Catan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, well, this is the hardest spot. I'm like, well, give that to me. We play a thing called Phase 10. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, And it's kind of like, you know, got the cards. And they have twist cards in this version. And the twist cards are harder. So I literally play the game picking a twist card every time. <laughs> I, I take the hardest card, yeah. and they take the regular cards around the board. Yeah. I don't move any sort of advantage. I just take the hard card. Uh-huh. And if I win, I feel like... You can't be mad at me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm doing my due but diligence. But the, th- the thing is, like, uh, like most yeah. games, especially like a game like Monopoly, and and I love I love talking about about Monopoly because that was one that led to a lot of tears being shed in my household <laughs> growing up. But um, a lot of flipped boards and things like that. But um, Monopoly has like a good solid set of rules, but there's enough like malleability within oh, those yeah. rules oh, yeah. to oh, like yeah. like you, you've got like you have to go around the the uh, board in a clockwise fashion by rolling dice you roll doubles you and then you can buy the property and things like yeah. that and hotels and once you get a, a a monopoly of properties or whatever but like other than that like you can do basically anything that you could do in like the regular business world yeah absolutely and and, and so like we we've gotten into some very like convoluted trades and purchases <laughs> in my family like to the point where like we we've had to like have um like family meetings about whether or not this is a, an actual like an actual move you can make like I, i've had i've gotten calls from my 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 family members wow to 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 like ask hey uh we're playing monopoly um would you say that this is a legitimate move <laughs> like this is this a legitimate deal yeah, that we're making like sort of like- you know <laughs> Uh, what, what do you call those things like where the treaties are signed? Like when you come to these like uh, I, I don't know the word for those, those like meetings, but these uh, you're having like this sort of like treaty meeting yes, yeah, to try yeah. to determine the, the you know the peace and war between your family yeah. and how you play. I love it. Well, I mean, it, it it brings somebody else into the game that wasn't having the yeah, enjoyment yeah. of playing it. That's I, hundreds of miles away, maybe thousands of miles away. But one of the things with Monopoly is I really like to I, – I go out to buy one of every property because nobody can have a Monopoly. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. Mean, I, I go and try yeah. to do that because that's a strategy. And you really have to be lucky to hit one of every color property and have the money to buy it. Yeah. But when I've done that, people are like, well, that's not fair. Well, well you do the same thing yeah. then. You know, like, <laughs> you know <laughs> This is this just is an example of how extreme we go. But we've made deals where, like, yeah, I'll sell you Boardwalk, but I get twenty um, percent of the rent proceeds uh, for the wow. entirety of the game, type of wow. thing. Wow, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> and see, I've never done that stuff. I don't know that I know the real rules of Monopoly because of that house rule. Thing yeah, that yeah. You're able to do, and I think that's that's one of the greatest part of the games is you kind of have that flexibility. Uh, similar Monopoly, the farming game. Oh, now I don't. That, know. That's an, don't that's know. an Orderman family favorite. Now, I, I don't know. Is that a regional thing, or do you think it, that's? I think you can get it get it everywhere. I've seen it down in like Nebraska. I've seen okay, it in other parts okay. of the country. But that is a game that like takes Monopoly to the like the next level. Like oh, yeah. we've we've made deals in our family there where like, hey, uh, you want to loan me some money on this uh, for these cherries, and I'll I'll give you a certain percentage of the gross for the next three or four harvest cycles. You know, <laughs> wow. and then and then we take it to the next level there where it's like, I'll take the next four. I'll take I'll take half of your next four. Uh, rolls of a six or better okay, okay. <laughs> you know so it's like, yeah. well 
haven't seen so, that's a risk management thing. It is. Look, and well, like, and that's what you would make in real life. I mean, you have a scratch my back, scratch yours. Oh, well, I mean, think about it. Like scratching. Uh, in in agriculture, I mean, you think oh, about yeah. it, those guys are leveraged to the to the tilt, and they've got a. They've got to, um, you know, make these deals to try to make things go. And the only thing that the farming game doesn't have that would be would be a cool like real world element Chance. is like, well, <laughs> you could add some different like pr- <laughs> like produce and I livestock and stuff. Pigs. But but uh, like the like it, it'd be cool to add like a subsidy element where like you yeah, yeah, you yeah, go yeah, for sure, gov- government sure. subsidies or something like that. You advocate <laughs> for them. I but. I like there should be a little small board. Which is when you go to town to buy, and it could be like a kind of a marketplace where you could sell your like you could sell your uh, produce and stuff like that. And like, I'm yeah. glad that we're putting these on air, so if oh, this okay. ever happens, okay. yeah, yeah. they are these our are ideas. Our ideas, and and we'll only take 10, 20 percent of the profits. So Absolutely, we're, yeah. We're reasonable. The makers of the farming game, if you want to make that expansion, yeah, the town, ta- yeah. the the town game sure. expansion of farming game, uh, we'll, we'll take ten percent. And we'll just say it's an expansion for any game. And, uh, well, an unofficial just, expansion. We yeah, can make an unofficial as, expansion. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it would just have uncanny similarities to the farming game. Uh, I, when that game, and for people who don't know what it is, I mean, you, you're basically simulating farming, and it's kind of a Monopoly-type game. It's the same kind of board, You similar things, and there's harvest times, etc. Yeah, anyway, so, so it's basically the entire year is around the outside of the board, yeah. from January to December. But you have these things called cattle ridges, where you can buy cattle. And one of the things I've noticed with games, like between myself and my girlfriend, as example, is I I kind of play like my normal size. I'm not a huge risk taker, but in games, I can be more risky because it's not real money. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's like if you're playing poker, if you're playing for real money or you're just playing for fun, you play differently. Sarah plays real life. She is a penny pincher. She will. She will not have debt. She hates debt. See, and that's an element to the farming game that you don't no, have in a lot of the no, games. Is yeah. you can go into debt. Uh, oh, you yeah. can borrow money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To buy the option to buy. And she does not like to be in debt. She cannot handle being in debt in real life. And she has been a debt collector, so she doesn't like collecting for it. She will not go into debt in this fake game. Uh-huh. And so I will go into debt to begin the game. I'll just go all in. Like, give me all the money I can borrow. Whatever. I'll beg, borrow, and steal, and I typically will buy every cattle ridge. Absolutely, yeah. And then I win the game because I have a monopoly of cattle. Uh huh. And she gets so upset because I'll be sitting there with all these bank notes of what I owe, and she's just like, "You're never gonna pay that back. Why would you do that to yourself? Why would you have the strength? <laughs> Why would you hamstring yourself? Yeah. And then at the end of the game, she's like, "Well, at least I didn't go into debt." You know, yeah. like, uh, it's just a different play style. But it's funny how people like some people take it seriously and put themselves on the board. Where I'm like, oh, well, this is an opportunity. I can role play being more. Risky. I had no idea that you had played the farming game. That's oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, I played the farming. I game. love that game. I don't rem- like. Here's the thing with me: as I play it so infrequently, I almost need to relearn the rules. Yeah. the first time I play it again, you know, yeah. it's kind of a little bit of a learning curve. See, like. <laughs> Because my brother, my twin brother, and I used yeah. to play that all the time growing up, and we got really competitive with it to the point where we would like start playing with like when you roll on a farmer's fate, you have to draw two farmer's fate yeah. cards. Wow. And there are some farmer's fate cards though that you want that are just like home runs if you get. Oh them. yeah, yeah. Like your cherry harvest is like five times what it was or something like that, and and 
And so, like, it's just such a – that's a great game. I, <laughs> I, 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 I love Monopoly, but I might like the farming game more. Uh, I, I kind of like the farming game. The reason I don't like Monopoly is I don't get to play it a lot because of – like the way people it's got get a so stigma. Upset by it's it. got a stigma. Like it's people, got this kind of like weird. People are prejudiced thing. against Monopoly. I also get a little bit spoiled. I played Monopoly on like you know gaming consoles and computers, and it's so nice. Yeah, it just does everything <laughs> yes, for you. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like playing chess in real life. I suck at chess. Oh, see, I in love chess. I love chess. Yeah, I I love chess. Yeah, but in real life. It doesn't tell me when I'm in check, and it doesn't tell me if I moved in the wrong spot by accident. Like, and I'm okay. I'm not an idiot. I can I can make sense of it, but it's very jarring when you go from digital to the real thing because yeah. you have to pay attention. Yeah. Oh yeah. About big time. Like know what's yeah. happening. Uh, versus online, you can kind of go back and forth, and you can play with other people, but it's still easier. It's like uh-huh. you can kind of see things, you can try things out. There's no sort of like a. Uh, I, it's almost like those words with friends games where they kind of go back yeah. and forth. Yeah. With those, you can spend a day thinking about your move, you know, and it's it's kind of nice versus when you're sitting across from somebody, it's go, 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 you know, you mm-hmm. that. it's different, a little different. Um, another thing about game personalities. So I love negative cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I love them. Um, Uno was like one of my first like games that I just loved. Because of the element of like draw four, draw four, draw two, yeah, like, yeah. draw one, like yep. and you could just stack them, stack them, stack them. And so like I really like this game called Exploding Kittens because like all the cards. Are oh different. yeah, yep, yep. Sarah's dad removes all the negative cards from a game. Yeah, but so I, yeah. when we get the game, he will go through and remove all the negative cards. And if there's a rule that's negative, he removes it. And then we played the game. But and how so, do you play that game without... It's really tough. I still win. <laughs> but it's really... It, it takes a lot longer. So, um, Settlers of Catan. Okay? Uh, I honestly... I'm going to be ignorant here. I probably will never know what the real rules of that game are. Because I only have ever played it with their okay, family. Yeah, yeah. And I think there's some like character like a thief or like a, a token that okay. you move around. <laughs> that you can like steal something. Yeah. If you roll like a seven or something like All that. All right. Never played with that. <laughs> I saw it in the rule book once, but we never played with that because that's a bad thing. Redacted. Yeah, you cannot take something from somebody or move something. And uh, we were just playing this version. There's a U.S. version where you're moving from one side of the map to the other. Yeah. And I I cut someone off with my railroad, and it was like the end of the world because I had done the meanest thing that could ever have happened. <laughs> and like, I mean, it was. I mean, I thought I was gonna get dumped. Because, like, I mean, this was, like, taken to the real world. You know what game I would love to see you play with them is what? Sorry. Oh, Sorry. <laughs> you get me, I'll get you back, Sorry. That was a commercial. Yeah. Well, oh, but but that is, a, that is like, the <laughs> board game version of, like, just st- sticking a knife in your loved one's side uh, and turning uh, it. Oh, yeah. Well, and really, those games started early. Kind of with, I mean, that's the point of a game. You need to have an obstacle or else it's everybody... Singing kumbaya, holding hands. Yeah. Like, that's not what we want there. Yeah, these board games Shoots don't come with a box of trophies <laughs> that are participation <laughs> trophies. Out. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Or not sorry. Uh, Shoots, Shoots and ladders. ladders. Yeah. I mean, there was an element of luck that you could be unlucky. Yeah. And if you don't have that unlucky element in the game, it's not. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It's not like, fun for me. Like, the worst part of Candyland is you could be almost done with the map, and all of a sudden you get, like, Lumpy or whatever his name is, the gumdrop guy. And you have to go all the way back. 
That happened a couple weeks ago with my nephews, and I it was almost a board flip moment. <laughs> but that you for no for that for them oh, for them gee, of course you no, would yeah I would never I'm not. now have and you can tell me John nobody listens to the show have you ever cheated at a game oh, sure all of us have <laughs> if you haven't really? cheated at a game you don't know how to win uh, I have cheated at a game like in the like when I was young. Okay. Like I yeah. remember kind of cheating when I was young. I, I don't you have to, to cheat. I, now. I thought you were going to say I've cheated on a game in the last week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've cheated. No, I mean on... I don't really. I, I don't really cheat a lot now. I'm not going to say that I, I because there's a lot of people that would say that like the way that I play Monopoly is cheating. Well, but see, that's I disagree. So if you can give me any example that is outside of what the rules are, I can make a judgment call on it for you. But if it's in the rules and you're within the confines of those rules, then guess what? Play the game, that game, and then the next time, change that rule. Say, you know what, John? You did something that was a little sneaky last time, yep. a little underhanded. We're going to not allow that in the future. Okay. I won the last game. I can't do that trick anymore. That's fine. And you know the rule before you go into the next game. So all's fair. It's Why like, is it? That's like the, that, that would take like an act of Oderman Congress, though. I just feel like you and I need to play a board game because as competitive as we both are and kind of how great we are at bending and manipulating the rules and such, would one of us make it out alive only or (laughs) would we, the game never ends? It might be a thing where it never ends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It just continually bashes the other person down. Josh, you've got me here, but remember the deal that you made on the second or third turn (laughs) Which uh, totally negates what uh, what I have to pay you for here. Well, John, that is true. <laughs> but remember the rule you made eight years ago during that when game, and you said you said uh, ill-equippedly in perpetuity. That counts for this game, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and semantics dictate that you have to pay me, and if you disagree, I'll play the recording. <laughs> it's a single-party uh, consent state, so I can record yeah, you. Yeah. It gets like really hairy. That's a. I love how we make up scenarios that are fictional and we take them really far. Like I'm surprised we could fill 20 minutes of that scenario. We absolutely could. The you just keep is going. Just like what is happening? Is this real? Is this, this, this real really life? Occur? <laughs> yeah, I was listening. This is really I, detailed. I, I came <laughs> in halfway through the episode and they were talking about how eight years ago in perpetuity he made a rule. <laughs> like what? Uh, so did, did you have games as a kid? That were like your favorites? Or was it always Monopoly? No, or? you know, uh, Monopoly was a big, a big one in my family. Farming game. Uh, we we played a lot of chess growing up. That was kind of like the the game that my dad would would play with people, and okay. it was like such a like when I, when I finally beat my dad at chess, that was like one of the greatest like achievements of my like gaming life because because he was he, he's a mathematically minded guy, so I mean he he's really good at thinking ahead and things like that, and and. Uh, being able to like beat him without him helping me oh, was like yeah. a, like was like a big milestone for me. But like you know, chess was big. We played a lot of like card games and stuff when I was growing up. Skippo. Uh, we played face ten at my grandparents' oh, house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pinochle's big in my parents in, in in our house. And no, that's actually something we didn't hit on. We had kind of started talking about it, but what I uh, letting kids lose, you know, or like teaching that. Like I I think I could be if I had a kid, you know, I would be a little bit more. Not soft on them, but I, I might, you know, tone it down as yeah, far yeah, as, like, yeah. how much I go in advance. But 
I'm not going to let them win. If they make a good move, kudos to them. And maybe I don't go out to ensure that they lose. Mm-hmm. But I think when you let a kid win, I don't think that's good. I think it develops well, I, that sort of, you know. I, I think a game like chess is a is a yeah. great opportunity for a kid to, to learn Hey, you know, had you done this differently there, yeah. oh, shit. That would, oh, shit. this would have been a better move. You could have, like, you know, you can kind of walk him back through the last couple of moves of the game and just say, hey, this is what you should you could have done or should have done in that situation. And, and that way you're kind of teaching him the strategy but not letting him win. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, that's the thing about playing with, like, like a kid. You can't, like, rub it in their face that they, yeah, they lost. Exactly. You're, or they're not going to want to play anymore. Yeah. You, well, you should be an adult all times. Yeah. But, you know, with other adults, you can, you know, let it slip. With a be, kid. be humble in victory and gracious in defeat. I usually try to do practice rounds. So, like, uh, I brought Exploding Kittens over uh, Thanksgiving for my family, and we played it. And I showed them just a couple test rounds. And, like, I walked around and kind of, like, looked at their hands and told uh-huh. them what they should play. You know, so they get a good sense of yep. what it's like. And then, yeah, there's teaching moments where I'll go back and say, okay, remember, I'll even take a picture of my hand. And be uh-huh. like, this is what I had, and I kind of bluffed you, yeah. you know, and you yeah. didn't do this. And here's how you could have figured out whether or not I was uh-huh. doing something wrong without making your, you know, screwing yourself over. So I, I think those are, you know, good learning experiences. I think it makes us better people. It makes us more strategic in chess. Yeah. It makes us more alert in certain other games. How, how many times uh, there, there's some of those games where like you have to do something. Or else you lose it. Like if it goes to the next person and you forgot to collect something, your money, or you forgot to do something, you, you've lost it. Yeah. And like a lot of people are forgiving. Like, well, like oh, eight turns ago you forgot to collect this. Oh, here you go. No. You well, it's like Uno, it's like Uno when you don't say Uno. Oh yeah, yeah Uno. Like, yeah, and, that's and, a perfect and, example. Well, yeah, and it teaches you to be more alert. Like yeah. you have to be like, you know, on your toes because if you don't, you miss out. Yeah. You can't uh, win the game. That is that is true. It's in it's in the, the rules. rules. I I remember there were games when I was a kid that I kind of didn't like. I didn't get into some of those, like, uh, Mousetrap, yeah. uh, Don't Break the Ice, some of those types of things. I just didn't – those, those like they, – they weren't strategy-based. They were more like a, a gimmick, like uh-huh. you know, almost like a Jenga or pickup sticks or something like that. It's more of a – kind of a uh, – not athleticism of the fingers, but you uh-huh. know what I'm talking about. It's a little yeah. more dexterity than it is about the mind. And yeah. I didn't get into those as much. More mainly, it was like the monopolies and you know rummy chart games, things like that. Well, and you know, this Who is knows? something that I think maybe like we, we could do this one episode. We could maybe like learn how to play this game during an episode. But have you ever played anything like D and D? I have not. I have not played. See, D&D. I've never played D and D either. But I've always, wow. I've always had like a very like strong interest in it. Live episode. It, it would, it would be great. Learn D and D. I mean, how? I think that that could be a good one. That could be a good episode. Yeah, we'll see. It would make my wife angry though because she's she says that she does not want me to learn. Oh, because there's a stigma. No, no, not that there's a stigma, but I have an addictive personality, no, and okay. I played yeah, World of Warcraft for years, and uh, have a lot of uh, a lot of hours into questing on WoW, and uh, I think she thinks that I, I would develop the, the wagon. Same, yeah, I would fall off the wagon fall if I played D and D. Yeah. Which could be a scenario in, in the dungeon realm. Yes. <laughs> Your wagon buck you off. <laughs> uh, that's the voice you're trying to use for that. <laughs> it's, it's always associated with this kind of stigma yeah. of being a nerd. But I, I think it's uh, shit games when you can be creative. Now, one game 
uh, it's kind of an interesting story. I bring it up because I, I enjoyed the game because I really like technology. And my mom and I had gone to a, a garage sale. Uh-huh. And there was, for $15, which at the time I think it retailed for like 50 bucks. Okay. Electronic Battleship. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Battleship, I, great game. Battleship's a great game, but Electronic Battleship takes it to a new level. I mean, the thing talks to you. I took your battleship. No, you boop. Like, it would actually explode and stuff. Yeah. It was the coolest thing. And I saw this there, and it was like 15 bucks. And I was like, this is like 50 bucks in the stores. I would love this. And I asked my mom, I'm like, mom, mom, could I get this game? She's like, no, it's $15. And, you know, again, it didn't have the money at the time. Your mom's from Brooklyn all of a sudden. Yeah, no, yeah. I give my mom a new voice every time I talk about her. So I go ahead and I, I say, I had this. She said, no, 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 it's too much money. I don't have that money, whatever. So I go back to the car. I'm sitting in the car waiting for her to finish up looking at this garage sale. Well, the lady who was running this garage sale comes I over and had, me had story, heard yeah. me yeah. say that I won the game. And my mom is saying, no, you can't have it. And she brought it to the car and gave it to me. And I was like ecstatic. Yeah. So she leaves. My mom comes to the car, gets in, turns around, and starts laying into me. She thought I had used the five-finger discount. She thought that I stole this Battleship game because I wanted it. And she was like, you go give that back to that lady. And I'm like, "Uh, Mom, the lady gave it to me. Oh, sure she did. Like She just like was so upset that I had stolen so she walked me back to the city and said, you apologize. She's like, oh, do you got your game? And I was like, yeah, thanks. And my mom's like, oh, okay, sorry about that. Well, it's but here's the thing. You used an effective bargaining technique <laughs> that you can utilize when playing Monopoly, making someone feel sorry for you. Oh, that is true. That is true. Uh, I use that in poker a lot. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about poker. I have a little bit of an acting background. And that drama skill really helps me in like Texas Hold'em. Poker really is a game of oh, skill. Yeah. Like people say, it's a game of chance. No, there's a no. there's a skill element that is strong and powerful. Every game has some chance to it, but skill is definitely alive and well in poker. But I act a whole lot. If you if you put yourself where you can act like you're really contemplating a decision, yeah. that serves you well. And when the person's like, "Why was he contemplating like that? He was just faking me out." And then the next time you contemplate the same way with something better, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, it's yeah. Like, they kind yeah, it's of, huge. They, they 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 get weirded out, and I think that's the best part about games is making people cry, spilling blood, rolling heads, or making people upset. Right? I mean, you would agree. Yeah, absolutely, that's why you play board I mean, games. You know, dancing on people's graves right here on Pop Culture Problems, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time.